Hi, friends, and welcome back to So Jaded. I am Jade Rodriguez, and this is so crazy because this is the season finale, episode 10, y'all, of season one of So Jaded. Wow. So just thank you all for sticking with me. I really appreciate it. And I am so excited and really looking forward to season two. Today is a really chill show. Me and one of my BFFs, Alex, discuss a couple of shows that I wasn't really able to do full episodes on. So I really hope you enjoy it and see you in season two. Hello, Alex. Hi, Jade. <laughs> um, hi, everyone, and welcome to the season finale. Ooh. This is so exciting. Um, Alex, I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself, explain who you are, because you haven't, haven't been on a podcast episode yet. And so no one knows who you are, technically. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my name is Alex. Yeah. I am going to be a senior at Pace University. Mm-hmm. Or are we not supposed to say our university? Oh, I've mentioned Pace like a million times. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. So the, the fans can come see me there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am from Tom's River, New Jersey, and Ooh. I am very close. My fun fact is I'm about a five-minute walk away from the Jersey Shore house, so mm-hmm. um, you can also find me there. Um, yeah, I'm a communications student. I am an aspiring comedian. Oh, God. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think that's enough about me. Yeah, okay. Do you, um, do you have a favorite TV show? Yes. Okay. But it's this is really hard for me. It does change quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, I did just rewatch Gilmore Girls, so I think like right now in my head, Gilmore Girls would be my favorite. But I also love How I Met Your Mother. Oh, I love Seinfeld. Seinfeld's getting up there. Also rewatching that. Um, yeah, I'll go with that for now. Uh, okay. If anything pops into my head, I'll just, you know, I'll just let you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No biggie. Thank you for introducing yourself. Of course. Um, I feel like today a good thing to do and a good place to kind of like as an introduction, I guess, to today is since it is a season finale, which is very crazy. This is, yeah, this is my 10th episode. Um, we're going to kind of jump around and do a bunch of kind of like um i don't know i guess like mentions of random shows that we weren't really able to do like a full episode of for the podcast and um so we'll just like go around and do like speed rounds of like talking about different shows i guess i love it okay so Gilmore Girls, your favorite show. Yes. That's on the top of our list. Um, and so Gilmore Girls specifically, I started watching it. I watched it throughout my entire sophomore year of college. Yes. Yes. That was Did you watch year. it before that? No. Too? No. I literally had never even heard of it before. <laughs> like, well, I think the thing about Gilmore Gilmore Girls is that like everyone knows that it's a show that exists. Yeah, I think, but I had never 
had any reason to watch it, honestly. Okay. Yeah. And then my roommate, Allie, and really good friend in college, like, told me to watch it sophomore year because we were roommates at that time. So we watched it together because it's also her favorite show. And I loved it. I loved every it's second so of it. Good. It is so good. It's a show that just, like, makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah. And it, I love, like, watching women in control and, like, Rory – and Lorelai are just like so in control of their own lives. And um, I think you and I were talking about this yesterday where we were like, yeah, technically they are it's like obviously fueled by their men. relationships with men. Yeah. But I think for the time that the show came out, mm -hmm. it was very empowering for women, especially yeah. with Lorelai being a businesswoman mm -hmm. and make like having her in but obviously luke was always there to help her <laughs> which is i think a flaw with the show but yeah. definitely but I mean, still worth mentioning mm -hmm. they are like it's a cast of strong women yeah it's really awesome and i mean amy sherman paladino like then continued to do marvelous mrs Maisel, so obviously it's like amazing writers and creators always yeah. like for that team another one of my favorites Forgot yeah to mention that one <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like um i feel like i i talked about the same thing when i was doing sex in the city where it's like yes like their stories may be like a little bit um like driven by the men around them but like their own identities i think and like the way that they change and grow are very much so like from their own doing right and i think they're very strong and independent it is like a very 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 amazing just like mother-daughter relationship in mm -hmm. general which i know is like why you relate to it so much as yeah, well definitely and yeah you didn't say sex in the city i i don't know why i literally got you did so say scared sex in the city <laughs> for your favorite show sex in the city too yeah yeah it, i haven't rewatched that in a while so it goes yeah. to the back of my mind but then when i like think about the essence of who i am sex in the city is my favorite show yeah because you're carrie yeah mm, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know you love that about me it's fine it's fine um but yeah i watched gilmore girls for the first time I believe it was my junior year of high school, maybe sophomore year going into junior year. Um, and I immediately fell in love with it because mm -hmm. of Rory and Lorelai. And I, you know this, but my, like, I'm an only child of a single mother. Um, and I related to Rory a lot when I was in high school, especially in her younger years, because she's a really good student. She's shy. She's like, everyone in the town loves her. But she is kind of in the shadow of her mom, I guess. Like, but they're still best friends. Mm -hmm. And I kind of related to that a lot. But now as I've rewatched the show and I've grown up, I relate more now to Lorelai because she's crazy. Yeah. And she's so cool. But mm -hmm. like my mom is also super Lorelai. But yeah, that's why I related is. to the show. But I think I think it's one of the best. It is. It, it has to be. It's really good. Yeah. So next up, we have Never Have I Ever, which Alex and Liz have been trying to get me to watch for a really long time. It's a Netflix show that is um, written and actually created by Mindy Kaling. And I mean, it was really popular. Like, I feel like I remember everyone talking about it when it first came out. Yeah, definitely. Um, just because like 
it being something that Mindy Kaling created, first of all, because like she's honestly just really popular in general when it comes to like women of color like creators and so people were really excited when she came out with something else on Netflix Mm -hmm. you guys finished it in like two days you said and so I and you told me that I would like love it and that I would really enjoy it and Mm -hmm. like usually my friends know like what I'm gonna (laughs) like so since I've been visiting them in the big city um I New York (laughs) I we sat on the couch like all day was that two days ago already two yeah (laughs) yikes time goes by weird um and we like sat on the couch all day and literally just like watched it again like for my sake so we could talk about it on the podcast and I loved it like I really really liked it um I liked the fact that these weren't perfect characters I liked the fact that they were very realistic and it just constantly made me think and like made me remember like how much of a mess I felt like when I was a teenager Mm -hmm. and just like feeling like you have like no control over anything and like adding in all of the like cultural and like grieving aspects of that like made it just much more realistic and dynamic and like really relatable and it was amazing yeah I loved it I think that Davy, the main character mm-hmm. is someone that so many people can relate to because she is super flawed but she's also cool and funny um and she definitely grows a lot throughout the show I think um and I think it's amazing that there's so many different people represented in this show especially with the Indian culture too because I feel like I haven't seen something where I've felt like I could learn about Mm -hmm. the Indian culture just in a tv show um for me and I thought it was really awesome the way that they integrated it into the storyline with her grief as well yeah I think that it was really well done really well written so funny yeah so it is really funny and Davy's an awesome character I think that Mm -hmm. she's She's very dynamic. Yeah. I definitely think she is. Davy is like a very angry person. Yeah. Who is like constantly in competition with herself, like trying to be the best and like trying to be cool. I mm. also I also had to keep on reminding myself like how young they were. Like they're only sophomores at this point in high school. Mm-hmm. So also like trying to remind yourself like how young you are at that point, like how much is just like going on and i i think she is just very real like wanting wanting to just like feel a part of things and like not feeling like you are like behind in your high school experience definitely and um her friends are so great they're so funny so good and i'm just like laughing out loud like it just it yeah it was just really well done yeah and i think davy being so angry all the time is just so so funny Mm -hmm. because i remember when you're 15 and you Mm -hmm. get an annoying text message from one of your best friends or your best friend doesn't say what you thought they were gonna say you just want to punch a wall yeah for no reason Basically, things are really fucking dramatic in high school. I know. (laughs) (sighs) And like, that's just the vibes that you got like the whole time. 10 out of 10 would recommend 
Everyone should watch it. Um, and I'm definitely going to go watch The Mindy Project because it's a shame that I've never watched it. I know. And I Me know too. for a fact I would find it hilarious because... It has to be. Yeah. If she wrote and created this show, then, then I would love it. It's going to be the best. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know for a fact I we would We should love watch it. it together. Yeah, we should. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the next show that I want to quickly talk about is Insecure. And I know that that's a show that Alex hasn't watched. So I am just going to touch on it like very quickly um, because it does deserve to be mentioned. Um, so Insecure just finished recently with its like last season on HBO. And it's created and written by Issa Rae. She is a phenomenal black creator and like I love everything that Issa does because she is oh god I can't even describe like basically I mean comparing and contrasting women is like really difficult to do in my mind because I just I don't like doing it but she has very similar stylings to like Abby and Alana she started the only reason why Insecure started was because she also had a sketch show that she did online um, and then it turned into Insecure so that's the same thing of how like Broad City was created and it is just like your perfect like if you are an awkward person person just like trying to make your way through life like insecure is the show for you like Issa is just like she's ridiculous like she's fucking ridiculous like constantly needing to get like get her shit together and I think that's why so many people love it is because like it's so real and it's just it's a phenomenal show and I'm gonna really miss it um and I can't wait to see like what Issa does next because She's the best. What streaming platform? HBO. Mm. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. You... <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I want to watch. Gotta pay for HBO Max, baby. Mm. And she like, she raps. Also, it's like the men in it are so hot. Like the women are so beautiful. It's like in L the like LA scene. It's so funny. Like, it's just a really good show. So, yes. All right. Next, the bold type. Yeah, baby. We love the bold type. It's so good. Uh, My first quarantine binge. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was. Uh, Alex finally listened to me. I was <laughs> um I was telling her to watch the bold type for a really long time. And then quarantine finally started, and you were like, all right, I might as well like do it. I had to steal your Hulu. Yeah. And then I finally did it. So yeah. I love the bold type. The bold type. The thing is that, like, did we need another show about, like, three women, like, in New, York City. In New York City working <laughs> at a magazine, like, working their way up to the top, like, best friends living <laughs> in the apartment together? Like, I don't know. Like, did no. we need it? No, but, like, it do we makes me it? happy. Yeah. Like, it makes me so happy. Like it's so good. It's so, so, so good. And um, that is a show that like not only has its shit together with like its characters on screen, but also the actors just really have their shit together off screen too. Like recently with everything that has been going on with like Black Lives Matter and stuff, like there's been people who have like called out like the um 
work environment and like it's like lack of diversity like on screen and on set and like behind the scenes and like the writers and stuff and like they have basically like promised that they're going to make changes and stuff like for next season um because like people have started and like the actors have started to like speak out about it and so like I those women are like amazing and like fearless that they feel like they can start to make change in that way because it really is an awesome show. And like, I don't want it to leave like because of something that they can like easily change and like easily fix, which is like be more fucking diverse. Like you literally have a show about New York city. Like why do you have all white writers? Like it just ridiculous. It makes no sense. I did not know that they were doing that. Yeah. They like posted all about it on Instagram and stuff. Like, um, Wow. Yeah. I love them. I love them so much. On and off the screen. (laughs) (laughs) On and off screen, baby. (laughs) I don't even know like how to start about bold type. So I think maybe we could start by describing each of the main characters. Okay. The three girls. Okay. Because I think that they're all super different, which I appreciate because Mm -hmm. it's not just like stereotypical differences. Um, so they all work at Scarlet Magazine. Um, it's Jane Sutton and Kat. And Jane is a new writer. She kind of worked her way from interning to becoming a writer at this magazine, which is her dream. Um, and she goes through struggles throughout each season um, relating to her mother dying when she was younger because of breast cancer. So she goes through her own struggles with seeing if she has the BRCA gene and whether or not she wants to get a double mastectomy mm-hmm. and a lot of serious things like that. But she also goes through some funny, but also possibly common, like womanly struggles um, that, I mean, for me, it just made the show seem so real and honest with everything that was going on with when she never had an orgasm and her friends were like, what? And that's like, like one of the first to episodes that. too. Yeah. And they talk about it like it's whatever. The female friendships in that show are oh, really, really strong. Um, and they help her through all of that, which is, I think, super empowering. And her storyline, I think, is very dynamic mm-hmm. because she's growing throughout all of these struggles. Um, and then Sutton, my girl. Sutton is her favorite. Yeah. Sutton is... Okay, they're all beautiful, but Sutton is so beautiful. They're all beautiful. They're all amazing. But I think it's weird. Like Sutton started off as I didn't really like Sutton when I first started watching it. Yeah, I was like, who is this? I was like, she seems like the older one of the group, like Uh doesn't really have her shit together. And then Sutton just like goes out and like fights for what she wants and like reaches her dreams and like does whatever the hell she like needs to do. She works so hard. Yeah. And then I'm just like Sutton is my favorite. Like she is iconic. She's like, such a badass. Uh, she is so ready to be a career woman, but mm-hmm. she's also just like, I know I'm hot. I'm going to go out and do this. Yeah. I'm going to get my man. And I it's love like, her. but her storyline, I don't feel is driven by her partner i think it's more Mm -hmm. his name is richard yeah yeah richard by richard so i mean obviously he's a very large part of her storyline yeah but i think most of her decisions are just because of her career Mm -hmm. and 
who she sees herself becoming in like the next few years of her life and how hard she's worked, which I really appreciate because she has this amazing, hot, rich man Mm -hmm. and she's still ready to work for what she wants. That nice ass apartment. Yeah. No, I love her. She's so (laughs) cool. (laughs) And then Kat. Kat is like the really 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 like passionate one i would say like out of the out of the group like i would say she's probably the one that i relate to the most i would see that for you yeah for sure but at the same time cat is also i guess what i'm trying to say is that like cat um a lot of the times is quite still questioning what she wants to do. Yeah. Like she's very passionate about a lot of things, but I think she is still trying to question like what she wants to do and like how she can use her passion, but like still stay at the magazine or mm-hmm. still like do kind of like, you know what she wants to do. Um, and I mean, at the end of the day, they just all support each other. Yeah. And I mean, cat, like questions her sexuality for a large part of the first season and then after that they kind of just like run with it and they're mm-hmm. like all right like she's just gay now i don't yeah and then <laughs> yeah they, they really do. do she dabbles in politics um she also like she's mixed so they also mm-hmm. question a lot when it comes to like her race and her identity and just like how she feels about those topics so i mean it in one on one side of things like it is your classic like free form show yeah but also on the other side of things like they're such awesome characters that like i kind of i'm just always enjoying myself when i'm watching it agreed i just the way that they support each other through every decision whether yeah. it be stupid or scary or they literally are breaking into a factory mm-hmm. to steal a magazine that they wanted to print i love that they just support each other it's Oh, warms my heart. I know. I know. <laughs> I really love them. I love Sutton. Can't wait to be here one day. <laughs> okay. So next up is Vida, which is another show that Alex hasn't um watched. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes life doesn't go as we plan. And this was also supposed to have its own episode, but I don't like recording episodes by myself, and I literally did not know who to record this with. So Vida is an amazing show. It already had its last season, which is very sad, but that means that everyone can binge watch it, which is just like phenomenal. Um, It's basically about like the modern like L.A. Mexican like Chicana scene um, right now. And it's about these two sisters, um, Emma and... Mohani and I used to make fun of that all the time. This actress that we were like obsessed with, every time she says her sister's name, she's like, Emma. She's like, not like the H2O way, but like in Emma. a more annoying Emma. <laughs> so it's about two sisters, Emma and Lynn, and they inherit their mom dies and they basically inherit her old bar. Um, and they decide through a bunch of different things that they're going to like revamp it and try and make it this like new like gay scene bar um that basically mixes like their own mexican culture with like the hipster like la scene um and 
Emma is gay and you like see her relationship. Lynn is just really young and hip and just trying to figure out figure out like her relationship with boys and like her relationship with being this like modern Mexican woman. She like doesn't speak Spanish. She like feels really shitty about herself all the time. But like they are both just like very modern individuals who are trying to understand who they are. And it is a beautiful show about just family and sisterhood. And um, I think like everyone should watch this show just because even if you don't come from like a Hispanic environment, like it's just great to even see like how other people like vibe and like thrive in like worlds like that. Um, And I'm very grateful to this show because it is like, just a guide I guess I could say for like introducing I guess like LGBTQ themes for like an older like Hispanic generation which I really appreciate but yeah that is all I would say about Vida and the actresses are really amazing um oh and one of them's Dominican the one that plays Emma okay so last but not least not least I'd like to stress that. We, okay, listen. We added this one last minute. We don't even know if they're it even is that kind dynamic. Of and <laughs> I'm but we love it. But we love it because love it. it's like, why do we love it? Okay. I know exactly why we love it. Okay. But I don't know if it's because they're dynamic characters. So I don't know if this exactly fits. But okay. it is just... So both of us read the book. Yes. Which is so well in written. In like a day. And it, yeah, basically. And it's <laughs> just, it's heartbreaking, but also uplifting and just so, so good. And then the show is just so well done. Mm-hmm. Like the way it's filmed. The, we talk about this all the time, but mm-hmm. the actors that were cast in this show so are good. the best actors mm-hmm. that we have like that's like a stretch to say they're the best actors we've ever experienced in the the entire world but it's normal people by the way yeah oh did we not say the name of the show i don't think so (laughs) it's normal people yeah normal people if you didn't know you should have known already though yeah duh best actors ever obviously (laughs) um yeah it's because of the actors that were cast the Mm storyline and it's just really captivating yeah. Is that correct? I mean, whenever people ask me like why I think they should watch it or whatever, I just explain to them like why I like it, which is I really like slow, like realistic stuff. Oh. Which like is not a good recommendation, but it's true. Like I love shit that is like very like realistic. Realistic. Um, it definitely it's so realistic it is so realistic it's so good um i'll put out a warning to anyone that hasn't seen the show don't watch it in your living room if your parents are there don't i did it by accident i read the book i knew it was going to happen but yeah. i just was being dumb and i turned it off and ran into my room <laughs> <laughs> i turned it off and ran no i like i strictly only watched it in my room or like very late at night when my parents were sleeping because i was like and this I is keep not the volume worth the embarrassment low. <laughs> keep no. the volume low. yeah but regardless of um the not safe for work aspects of the show mm-hmm. 
I think the character. I don't. Aren't the characters dynamic? I would say, like, yes, they are, because we see we literally see them throughout their entire lives. Yeah, like, we definitely see we see growth. them change. We see growth. We like really see. I think the thing that is like really hard for me, I guess to to understand is like it's so realistic that it's mm-hmm. like i don't like that it's almost like because it's so it's just realistic, not used to what we're seeing yeah but i feel like that might even make them more dynamic possibly mm-hmm. now that i'm thinking of it because i mean as humans the way we live and function in life we're dynamic characters yeah and the book as well as the show are it's kind of just real life scenarios mm-hmm. that were just kind of written down and then produced into a show so the characters are just real Mm -hmm. they're just real so i mean that could make them dynamic yeah i and i mean it it obviously like focuses on their relationship Mm -hmm. and they just slow even if you look at the characters like individually so like even without each other Mm -hmm. like looking at marianne she starts off like Ugh, just like letting anyone treat her like shit all the way to just like being one of the most popular people in college like but she also did let people even when she was so popular she still let people push her around but she like doesn't realize that like she's good enough until it like she's completely away from her family like yeah it's a huge like character development like definitely change in that way definitely and like for connell it has more to do with like his own self-worth and like his own because he does have the support that marianne doesn't have mm-hmm. in his family life yeah but he's not personally he's not like mentally there honestly yeah, yeah. which actually now that i'm thinking about it is super interesting that they had Marianne grow when she was away from her family Mm -hmm. and like Connell kind of had to go back to his roots to figure out why he felt that way and why Mm -hmm. he was so depressed and why he didn't have his own self-worth yeah and it was more personal than environment-based which I feel like was what happened to Marianne very interesting very very interesting they're very cute I wish that I had their um their accents honestly yeah but oh well Okay, so I think, I think, <laughs> think, I wish I was like Connell, um, like his accent, I mean. Um. <laughs> uh, we should start drinking early today. I think we should. Yeah, I think we should. I think today is a day to start drinking early, like day drinking. Like, I think we should day I drink. I think we should day drink. Um, okay, so... To, um, I want I would like to say thank you to Alex that we were able to like go through a bunch of shows I like I wish I would have been able to do individual episodes on all of these because we obviously could I mean all of these could have full full episodes and everyone should go watch them um but now that that's done i want to explain why it was so important and why alex 
only, only is on the season finale episode and why she hasn't been on any other episodes. Alex, you want to tell them why? Yes. Okay. It's because I'm Jade's least favorite friend. You are so (laughs) annoying. The reason why Alex is on the season finale episode is because we wanted to introduce her as my brand new co-host for season two of So Jaded. Hey. Woo. I wish I... um was like at a different level of podcasting where I could put in like special effects and it could be like little claps, but I can't do that. So I'm sorry. That's okay. Do you want me to make, maybe that could be my job as co-host could be making sound effects, but with my mouth. Do you want me to try? I don't think you could do that. I'm so embarrassed. Guys, Alex has just been fired from the position, so <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and put out an application for co-hosts, and mm. you know we'll you know we'll have a surprise co-host for next for season two now, and that'll keep surprise. everyone on its on its on their toes. I can't even speak anymore. Surprise! I've been fired. <laughs> um. Okay. So basically, yeah. Um, we are hoping for season two, I think to premiere like some point in September, probably like the beginning of September, hopefully. Um, obviously there's a lot of like things to figure out and like logistics, but I love the podcast and it's something that I don't want to stop doing. I want to keep doing it, but I think it's going to make me really happy and, I don't know, like add something a little bit more to have a co-host. And Alex and I are really dumb and just love to talk and hear ourselves um, chat. And I, I figured it would be a perfect fit. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, anything to add, Alex? Um, yeah. So two things. Okay. One, I'd like to clarify that I'm just Jade's hype man. Oh, uh, that is not true. <laughs> okay, no, you're right. But like, you know how I was thinking about it? What? Like, you're Howard Stern and I'm Robin. I don't know enough about that white man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough. Well, um. But Howard Stern is like really <laughs> successful. So thank you. Yeah, no, that's what I was trying. Yeah. I, Robin's amazing too. But like. So who is that? She kind of just chills on like the side of his of the studio. Oh. And like when he needs someone to like play off of, she kind of just like inserts herself oh. and kind of talks. They're friends. Gotcha. They're besties. Mm-hmm. They met when he was young and she he brought her to Sirius. Gotcha. So like that's you. You like you bring me. We met mm-hmm. when we were young. You if you need someone to play off of, that's me. Yeah. That makes sense. I think that works for us. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Also, what's season two about? Oh, th- <laughs> you want to tell me? <laughs> Thanks for asking. Um, I mean, at this point, like season two is going to kind of be about like anything we want it to be. So I don't know. I have some friends who want to talk about like mental health. I have some friends who want to talk about like LGBTQ stuff. We should talk about SNL. Yes, please. That's my favorite TV show. Oh, fuck, we didn't that, even say it. That's yeah. my favorite TV show. Yeah. I, um, I have some friends that 
want to decode Taylor Swift lyrics. Right. Like, yeah, just random stuff every week. You're the friend who wants to decode. Is that what you were saying? (laughs) Yes. Yes. It was me. You know, we don't deal with liars on this podcast. I already have enough trust issues. Okay, we that's another episode. Trust issues. Uh, trust issues and exposing lies we've told. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, that one time in like, I don't think I've ever lied to you. I can't, I don't, like if I'm being honest, I really don't think I've lied yeah. to you. Maybe like a fib. Yeah. Because of my nature. Yeah. But not on purpose. Never. Promise. So I'm going to start so that we have content for the episode. Fine, if we must. Yeah. If we must. So, everyone, I hope y'all get excited and pumped to hear more of me and Alex. And, yeah, any last words? Bye. See you in season two. Woo! Don't, oh, don't leave in the back of my